Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, Chapter 8. Let us read this textual promise carefully. Jesus promises the light of life, not to the believer, but the follower. Believe in me and you shall be saved. Follow me and you will be able to see where you're going from there. Such goes without saying, if we clearly understand that Jesus himself is that light, thus only when we stay near his presence can we see in the midst of the darkness of this world. Many folks, they'll trip blindly down the road of life believing that because they acknowledged God and once upon a time regurgitated something called the sinner's prayer, that by default they are then going to go to heaven and are safe from road hazards, if you will. But such a promise is erroneous. For Jesus did not promise a life of ease to these folks. Please note that the illumination goes with the light. Therefore, I must ask you today, are you where he is? Maybe you're asking, how can we know? Proximity is everything with God, gang. When you are with him, there is light. And when you are with him, there is gifting. When you are with him, there is peace and joy and knowledge of direction. Without him, there is only darkness and all the stumbling and bruising that goes along with it. The words follow and walks clearly portray the idea of movement. He, that is our Lord, is moving. And so we must be moving right along with him or we'll be left in the dark and we're just going to stumble around through life. So let me ask you again, are you moving? Maturing, learning, growing, growing stronger and more useful to the kingdom every day? Now, if the answer is yes, let me ask you then, how so? In what ways are you out there challenging and pushing yourself? Because Jesus never dwelled in any place of earthly safety, and we're not going to find him there today. If the Bible says that it is impossible to please God without faith, let me ask you, in what ways are you living in exercising faith today? Perhaps you're attempting to Blaze your own trail without him. Maybe like Peter, after Jesus was arrested, you are indeed following him, but following him at a distance. It certainly didn't work out well for Peter, did it? He started out as a follower of Christ, but was found following Jesus from a distance. Mark 14, 54 says, Peter had followed him from a distance until he came into the court of the high priest, He was sitting with the officers, warming himself in the light of the fire. And then soon after, we find Peter denying even knowing Christ, weeping at the implication of it all. That's the way it plays out every time. We think we're okay, you know, hanging out in the back row. A safe distance from the fray. You know, just as long as we can see Jesus, even if he is way up there. But then everything starts to fall apart 
And we want to run to the front of the boat like the apostles did in the midst of the storm. We want to find Jesus there sleeping in where we can wake him up and say, oh, Lord, Lord, can't you see we're going under here? We're going down. And then Jesus will step up and save the day. But the problem is that Jesus isn't even on our boat at that point. Mainly because, well, it's our boat, not his boat. Jesus said in the last chapter, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. But, and I guess this goes without saying, if you're not thirsty, you aren't going to drink. So this is the deal. Most lights simply illuminate. They don't go anywhere. They don't move. So we want to think that this is the way this light of life Jesus is. We think, therefore, that we can make a decision at some point in our lives and then just, well, camp. But it doesn't work that way at all because this light is moving. Like the fire in the wilderness and the cloud, too, God moved each day and the people followed him. If they wanted to stay with God, that is. God is still moving today, and we must be moving, too. And therein lies the kicker. Because so many of us, frankly, are just not moving. In fact, well, we stopped a long time ago, and now it's just getting darker and darker. And we're wondering where God is today. We have lost, ignored, and rejected a critical character trait of our Redeemer. He's moving. We have to move along with him, or we're just going to be left in the dark. Acts 17.28 says, For in him we live, move, and have our being. Amen. Jesus said to the people, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. He who follows me. And we cannot ignore the word uh, if in this verse, or at least the implied word if. The if means that unless we embrace part A, there'll be no part B. We will not have the light that leads to life. For many of us today, the light that was once so bright is honestly fading and growing dimmer. And we're left sitting along the roadside, self-absorbed and wondering what's happening. The word follow has real depth of meaning. First of all, it's the word used for a soldier who follows his captain. Therefore, it's a common word in battle. Secondly, it's also the word used of a slave who attends to and follows his master. It's the idea of attending to his master's needs. Jesus is our master, and a wonderful master he is. What does he want of us? To follow him. To do his will, to be at his beck and call, and to do it with joy. We are to serve him. Thirdly, it's also a word that is used for someone who follows wise counsel, to get advice and to do what the wise counselor told him or her. Christ is our counselor. Wonderful counselor, Isaiah said. Isn't it amazing how often we think we know what's best? Oh, how tragic. Fourthly, to obey the laws of government or the standards that are set up. So, isn't that what we as Christians are to do? Conform to the image of Jesus Christ and become what he is by his standards? Frankly, we are often misguided and seeking only his blessings, but not his battle. 
seeking his spiritual gifts rather than seeking his spiritual character. Seeking to be recognized rather than seeking to humbly serve. And lastly, to follow also has the idea of following a teacher's argument. When a teacher is reasoning something out, we are to follow it and come to his conclusions. The Christian listens to Jesus Christ. It's all the ways this word follow is used. And you know what? Every one of those apply to us. A follower of Jesus Christ is one who gives his whole body and soul to Christ. And unless this truth finds its way to your heart, your walk in Christ is and will always be in vain. And of course, you stand in great danger then of not finishing this race. A follower is someone who gives his body and soul to Christ, totally, completely, and with no loose ends. He said, leave everything, come out from among them, touch not the unclean thing, be willing to leave father and mother and everything you have to follow me. That's Christianity, gang. That's Jesus. That's what it looks like to follow the light. Now lastly, note this. We must never think we can receive Jesus as our Savior without receiving him as Lord. That, my friend, is a dark, dark road. You're going to get hurt on that road. The ones I find that stand in the greatest danger of this are those who, in their pride, do not even know that they are in danger. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.